Hello, everybody. We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 3 of the Believe Overwatch League podcast from the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on all social media at Believe in OWL and at Believe.com. This week, we talk about the off-season shuffle, Activision Blizzard lawsuits, and more Spooky Month events. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. Um, I don't know if I can hear it yet. I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll hear it maybe when we get when I actually edit it and put it out, but like I realized for the past couple weeks, my uh, my settings in Zoom did not have it set to my microphone, so my microphone is just sitting in front of me, being useless while what was recording was the uh, the inline headphone on my headset, which is ridiculous. Which is why I sounded like garbage for the past couple weeks. So now, hopefully, that I've changed the settings, we can actually hear me very nicely on my microphone. Yeah, it it. Sounds sounds good when you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it does not sound like absolute ass. Um, but how have you been, Kevin, in the week since we have last talked? Um, yeah, in the in the week since we've last talked, I uh, I've done two job interviews. Ooh. Uh, I've been trying to look for something else because, uh, yeah, this podcast doesn't pay much. Smile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do 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 we want to say how much we've been paid in the past two years? Two years, we we got a. Let, let's just uh, let's see. How can we put it in in a in a solidly nice way? I guess we um, could buy between the two of us four five dollar footlongs. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, we could have a. We can order enough subway sandwiches to be not as tall as us. <laughs> <laughs> so so unfortunate i mean like, um, we weren't expecting much anyway but i mean i felt like i felt like we would get a little bit more just a little bit yeah but, yeah but but yeah we we did that job hunting and then um i've been contacted recently um so a couple weeks ago i did a pokemon unite event where i casted it was kind of kind of a wonky setup but it was it was good enough where it caught some people's attention so the people who own victory road which is a pokemon organization that usually does tournaments reached out to me and tried to get my casting partner who i was with uh to go as well and yeah uh, i'm casting pokemon unite this weekend um on the 24th so yeah, if you guys want to see that stream, it will be on Victory Road VGC. Um, we will see if we... We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I have not... I, I have not casted Unite on this platform, but this is kind of... This is one of the bigger, like, competitive uh, Pokemon scene, hmm. like, Twitches. So, yeah, it's going to be... It'll be real interesting to see where this goes. And I mean, you've already casted Pokemon Go once, so you have the experience. Yeah, like I've, I've casted Unite. The only thing that we have to worry about now is there was recently like we'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, there is a spooky month event for it, but a lot of things have changed mm. uh, in the game uh, and literally today. 
Um, so <laughs> uh, we'll, I'll go into that um, a little bit more later. But how was your week? How's everything going? And how was your uh, how was your Twitch modding? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. OK, so. Um, yeah, so uh, fandom, DC fandom. Um, Kevin, I know you said you didn't watch the event, but did you see any of the uh, the trailers or reveals that happened or read about any of them? Uh not much. I only caught what happened like SNL wise. <laughs> That's it. Wait, they, they talked about SNL? Uh they they mentioned uh what is it? What the the son, Superman's son? Oh, yeah. That I mean yeah. that's been known for a couple of weeks now. Right? Yeah. They, they they put it in weekend update and they said uh like why are people getting mad over over literally like a character? Mm-hmm. Not like it's a, it's a real life oh, thing. Oh yeah, like, no, people are big mad. People are like yeah. he, I'm finding out that every week there's something people get mad about with DC. Like this last couple of weeks it's been like John Kent, Superman's son being announced as bisexual. Um, and then everyone's so mad, and they're like, "Oh, why would you have to?" Because some one, some people don't read the headlines, so they think it's like Clark Kent, like Superman proper, as opposed to John Kent, Superman's successor. Um, so they're like, "Oh, why would you have to go and ruin my childhood? You have to, you destroyed a character who's been around since the 1930s." Excuse me, John Kent's only been around for five years. Calm down, and he's been a child for most of that time. It's only recently that he's been like an adult. So there's that and like people aren't reading it or people are like oh why are you pushing the gay agenda you people are sick and then just like implying that gay people are are lesser or are mentally ill so it's been fun deleting their comments and banning them from the pages because i'm not allowed to be like spew hatred and homophobia on the dc page no not allowed um and then there's the people who are like why do you have to go and change your sexuality why can't you just make a character who's originally gay and the thing is like you say that now and you say that you wouldn't be mad about that, but if, but it's happened before where we we've done it or someone else has done it and you still get mad. So you're, you're big lion folks, you're big lion anyway to fandom. So fandom was on Saturday and it's like DC's online version of like comic con or whatever. And it's, it's all the big announcements this year. The really big ones were the Batman trailer with Robert Pattinson, which looked fantastic. Uh, a little bit of a trailer for uh, Black Adam. It's like the very, uh, some of the very first initial test footage. Uh, also, we had the Flash trailer. And I think that was it. Oh, no, we had a little bit of Shazam too. So those are like the main big things that happened. Um, and so I was moderating Twitch and I'd never done Twitch before, as we mentioned last week. So I, I did some like, looking up things online and watching some videos and like, okay, we're not, we weren't expecting a ton of people to be on the Twitch stream because I think that's like our least subscribed platform that we have out of all of them. We were streaming on the DC fandom website on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, and then on Twitch. Uh, We had, I guess how many people we had just on the Twitch alone. You you said that it was unpopular, right? Like it's not like a ton of people. Yeah. That's like would it's, you it's got the least amount of subscribers out of out of all of DC's platforms. So we weren't expecting a ton. Was it posted on other social media sites? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say probably I would say a couple thousand. Probably two two point five K, maybe. I wish. Less? No. 
More? No, significantly more than that. Oh, yikes. 10K? 65,000 at wow. one point. So little old me. <laughs> one how point many, me by how many more mods? How many mods did you guys have on there? It wasn't me. Just you? It was just me at one point. I was the only one. Oh, man. I was the only mod at one point. And then I, I had my um, one of my supervisors come in and help me. But at one point, like it, Twitch didn't let her delete comments. So she's like, I, I'm trying to delete things and it's not letting me. I can't delete anything. Um, so it was literally just me. And at first I didn't I didn't do slow mode because I'm like, oh, I'll just let people comment. But then I'm like, no, I have to put 10 seconds because I can't keep up. And then it's like 20 seconds. And I didn't want to do 30 seconds because that's like too long in between like people posting things and reacting and commenting. But it's like. I'm trying as best as I can to delete all of the penises. Just clicking <laughs> delete, just moderate the heck out of everything. Just like, get rid of that penis. Get rid of that penis. Get rid of that penis. Or people are like, huh, mods are asleep. We can do whatever. It's like, no, they're not asleep. There's just only one of me. There's only one mod. And it's like, mod, you, mods, you suck. Like mods, plural? There's only one of me. So it was, it sucked. And it's like every single time, like it, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Like we didn't have as much of a restore the Snyderverse or restore the air cut presence as I thought we would. So that was good. We didn't have a lot of backlash on the um, the John Kent news. Um, so if that was really good, it was mostly just penises. And then people like every five seconds saying, where's the Batman trailer? Where's the Batman trailer? Um, but yeah, it just the penises were a lot. And I, I like every single time, like a woman came on the stream and she is like presenting something. They just kept typing. People just in the chat just kept typing in booba. And booba. it's like, I know what you're doing and no, everyone knows what you're doing. I'd like, I'm, I'm deleting you as fast as I can. And like the Twitch chat was like auto, like banning certain words. And mm -hmm. I tried to, to do a ban command on like booba, but it didn't recognize the command. Like Kevin, is there a way to do that? To like ban certain words like manually? Yeah. Uh, there, there is. I should have just asked you. Figured it out. Um, yeah, there, there's a way to do that where, like, you could ban specific words. Because I, I remember Booba so fast. Yeah, we had the we had a problem where it was, um, during Endgame, like when Endgame was first airing, um, a ton of people would just come into chat and just say like certain characters die, right? Uh huh. Spoilers. And, and so. One of my mods said, okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to ban every single Marvel superhero name in your chat. And I'm like, okay, like, there's no reason why I would bring it up, right? And mm -hmm. so, like, you would just have people pop in, like, say, like, so-and-so dies, right? And then because it gets auto-modded, they get timed out and I don't see the message. So <laughs> I was like, thank, thank God that this person came in and did it, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. But yeah, it was just my very first Twitch experience and it was DC Fandom. So, and like by the end of it, I was just, I was so fried. Uh, my supervisors like were, were trying to tell me to do a task afterwards because we had to like, because we were, we were also not me, but some of the other team was like posting to like Twitter and stuff during the event. And so we had to go back and like reconcile like, the list of our posts to like what we actually did post. And so they were trying to tell me to like help with that list. And I just, I just didn't understand what they were saying. I'm like, 
wait, so you want me to do this? And it's just like, all right, his brain's fried. Just get him out of here. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. And then like, I've been like recovering from it for the last couple of days. But yesterday I could tell I was still really messed up for it because I tried to spell the word city. S-I-T-Y. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I can't. I'm not in a good mental state right now. So I'm better today and I think I'll be fine tomorrow. And on Friday, I'm taking a, we got it like a, a day off of work because of this. So I'm taking a half day off on Friday to go to um, Horror Nights at Universal Studios. So my mental will hopefully be much better by the weekend. Although on Saturday night, I'm interviewing the um, the creator of the Tresse comics and like they made a show on Netflix, but for, I'm doing an article for my friend's website about for like Filipino Heritage Month in the US, which started on Monday. So hello to all of the Filipino Americans who potentially are listening to this and all just other Filipino people. What's up? What's up? That's I got, I got, some, I got some lumpia. Dude, lumpia is so good. My God. Yeah. It's so good. Gotta, lumpia, for gotta. those of you who don't know and have never had the glory of trying it, it's the fried egg rolls. There's yeah, if you've never had lumpia, uh, come on over we'll, if we'll you've make never some. had lumpia just meet a filipino person and ask them for some lumpia they'll probably know the spot to make we some. we probably have some in the freezer already <laughs> and just we're just asking for somebody to give us an excuse to make it oh yeah just any excuse to eat lumpia is a good excuse just, yeah just turn on the turn fry up that oil and then just drop them in um but let's get into it Let, let's abandon the topic of fandom which I, I, it's painful for me um, <laughs> i mean it like if it wasn't honestly we i think we did outperform last year though i'm trying to find the exact statistic um but i know we like i don't think this year's event was nearly as good we hit like, several million viewers like three times as many as we did last year i think it was like six million views or something like that from last year but moving on um kevin tell us about pokemon unite so we don't have to talk about dc anymore yeah yeah let's let's hop into the spooky month event um we did get a halloween event literally last night and i'm i'm glad that we got it because i was kind of getting afraid you know how like when you, you know how like overwatch events like you kind of expect it to show up on a certain time yeah yeah um i was like yo it's it's like two weeks until halloween right like i you you would think that they would update it on the 17th um today's the 20th by the way so on the 17th which would would have been a sunday they'd be like okay two weeks to do an event uh ends you know around october uh we have a lot of time to do it and i would have been like okay that's exactly what we're 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 good with right um yeah they dropped it on the 20th so now we have we have two weeks from the 20th which is a wednesday um it, uh, unite just needs to figure out what the hell they're doing um in terms of update days sometimes it's sunday sometimes it's tuesday and this one was wednesday but they don't have yeah, a consistent update schedule they don't they they post stuff on twitter and then they're just like uh i guess it's coming out now and I'm like, come on, man! Your your schedule should not be as inconsistent as my bowels. Okay, so just like, <laughs> just just give me, just tell me what time they're gonna show up. Okay, and we'll, we'll call we'll call it a day. It's just not fun. Um, but anyways, we're going into the Halloween event. What they did is that they reskinned 
one of the quick maps, um, which is Merce Stadium. Um, and yeah, you can turn people into pumpkins now um, as your held item. That's, uh, that's, that's one thing. Um, they added all they added a lot of things, but the one thing that I am very, very angry about is the uh, the way how the new they they introduced like this pumpkin coin currency, and I'm I'm gonna warn everybody who plays Pokemon Unite right now, um, if you get every single pumpkin that's available through side quests and through missions, you will not be able to buy everything in the shop that that is just so stupid okay so what what do i mean by that so if you look at all of the events that are in pokemon unite if you do every single mission you get a total of 96 pumpkins um in order to buy everything in the shop it costs uh it it costs 110 right um, oh so so you Essentially, make a choice. you have to yeah, you have to make a decision, which is really, really scummy, honestly, because like some of it is exclusive to um, to Halloween, to the event. So a lot of people are going to be taking their chance at getting that. Um, there is another way of getting it. There are pumpkin gotcha things. Don't don't buy them. Um the the chance for the rolls by the way on those um it costs two pumpkins to get you have a 61% chance of getting one pumpkin 31% chance of getting two pumpkins and then everything else that's higher than two pumpkins which includes anywhere between 3 and 50 pumpkins is 5% so don't even risk it like just you're going to get some for free you can roll them, see what you get. If you happen to get lucky, one of those 5% uh, that you're able to buy everything else in the store, go for it. But uh, it's not looking good for the majority of the Halloween uh, Pokemon Unite players, which is really, it's really weird because you would think that as, you know, as Pokemon Unite, you would want to have people play all the missions, be you know, motivated to finish all the missions um, and then reward them with having the ability to buy everything that you want, right? Yeah, I mean, it, you're putting the time into the game, so... Yeah, and you, you would think that the game would reward you for putting in the time, but uh, yeah, you can't. They They just screwed over a lot of players that way, so it's just unfortunate that that is the way to go. Um, on top of that, we have uh greedent greed the 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 fat squirrel um yeah that's a pokemon in the game now i did not expect greedent to be a pokemon that uh, uh they were working on <laughs> yeah i was expecting a ghost type or something during you know halloween but instead during we got a season during the spooky month right like we and the thing is that they they dangled things in front of us um specifically in the in the opening like uh graphic there is a pumpkin of rowlet so i was mm. like oh decidui would be so sick in the game and then they're like hmm did you say greedent and i'm like <laughs> no 
no i did i did not and they're like well that's what you're getting so we have a fat squirrel in the game uh he spits out berries and he's really dumb um dumb as in like i he's he's just bad um <laughs> but yeah the whole halloween event right now is just weird it feels like if you're not one of those lucky people who roll the five percent on your on your packages on your things like you cannot get everything in the store mm. which is kind of kind of messed up um but yeah i feel like that was that's one specific thing that irks me um other than that there's been shop updates too there's a whole costume that you can wear um it's kind of like a trick-or-treat halloween costume there's a uh there's a candy bag that you can wear and then there's two hats there's a witch hat um that you can wear or my favorite there's a pumpkin pikachu head um it is by far the the most spooky uh not spooky most uh i would say popular one and i had to pick it up like immediately i saw it in the store i i saw that i had enough tickets for it i bought it instantly um overall the pokemon unite update is good go ahead and play it um try out the new short stadium mode and yeah um in terms of gameplay updates there have been a lot as well there's been a lot of balance changes so a lot of people have been asking for lucario to get nerfed um he did so lucario got nerfed there was a couple changes there's a lot of changes to a bunch of different pokemon pikachu got buffed was another one that a lot of people were really happy about because it wasn't really outputting as much damage. Um, and for me, um, I've been complaining, uh, I've been shouting into the void, which is Twitter, <laughs> um, about how busted Zapdos has been. And oh, everybody's yeah. like, yeah, like you win Zapdos, you win the game, right? Like that's you can what. Just wait till like the other team is pretty much dead, then swoop in and then just take it. Take it, yeah. So what they did is that they changed how much Zapdos gives you at the end. So it used to be 20. Um, now it only gives 15. So that is one thing. Hmm. Um, they nerfed Dreadnought, so the, the bottom boss Pokemon. So you get less experience and less, um, less shield out of defeating that. And then for Rotom on the top lane, it gains faster attack speed more HP, and when it hits the goal, it makes it vulnerable for uh, an extra 10 seconds. So it's mm, even more. Okay. Um, so they're applying more pressure to the top lane, which is a lot better. Um, overall, just like read up on the patch notes. If there's a Pokemon that you really like, you should try to look at what, what they're changing for it. Um, I felt like a lot of Pokemon have gotten changed. So if you guys still play Pokemon Unite, take a peek at the chart. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, otherwise, you know, just just have fun. You know, Halloween events are around the corner, and I, I just hope that we we find a way how to get everybody uh, all of the rewards for the Halloween event. You know, it'd be fun if they buffed the hell out of Garchomp. Uh they they gave him a little bit of a buff. Um, so Garchomp can now attack faster lightly um i don't think that's the problem with garchomp honestly i feel like garchomp needs either a defense increase or a speed increase he does because he's absolutely useless for two evolutions yeah he he's kind of he's kind of a poopy boy for for a while and he takes um, so long to evolve 
Yeah. I'm sitting I, there and it's like everyone else has evolved and I'm like, I'm still a, a, a gibble. Yeah. They increased the damage on um, Dragon Rush too. So I think it's it does like 200% over what it used to. So no, well, that's diving good. people with Dragon Rush is going to be a little bit more damage. So it's going to be interesting. Speaking of Pokemon cards, so that box that I was trying to sell, I was just like, no one wanted to buy it. And that there's they're a lot more common than you would think. So I just ended up opening it. I just ate the hundred dollar loss on it, whatever. Um, but then like I was gonna return it to Wal- to Target. I was or because I bought one at Target and I bought one at the, the store where they overcharged me. So I was gonna return one at Target. I decided not to, but the very next day, um my brother and his girlfriend happened to be at target right when they were restocking. So they had a it just, it's absolute crap ton of Pokemon boxes. Like they had the, um, the anniversary elite trainer box. They had just a, a shelf full of them. And then a bunch of like the, the normal boxes of Pokemon cards. So I'm like, you know what? Had I just waited a day, I could have returned that box and just gotten more of the ones that I wanted. So we just got a fat stack of Pokemon cards and it was fantastic, but nice. I spent way too much on Pokemon cards. It's ridiculous. No, I'm kind of the same way, but with, with manga, like I, (laughs) I've been looking at a couple books that I want to get. So I recently, um, I got a membership to Kino Kunya. So I've been just saying like, Oh, I can go in and get this book and this (laughs) book. Um, Oh, and speak, if we're on the topic of books, by the way, um, a lot of people don't know, but Hideo Kojima actually wrote a book. He did? Um, and it's coming out in two days. It comes it? out Friday, and it's oh. about his inspirations for his games. So he talks about... Um, it's supposed to be about how he comes up with the concept, um, his thought process, and it's called The Creative Gene by Hideo Kojima. So if you guys don't know about the book, go ahead and pick it up. It's on Amazon right now. Um, but I'm gonna get it. I I pre-ordered it, so I will see what what it entails, what it's gonna talk about. But I'm expecting it to be kind of like how Kojima gets his vision for certain games and his influences that helped him get to mm. that point. So, so moving on to next bit of news. Uh, so the PS5 actually, even though they've been impossible to find pretty much somehow they have taken the crown from the Nintendo switch as the most purchased console. The PlayStation five has broken the 33 month, uh, reign of the Nintendo switch. Um, it was the best selling gaming hardware in both units sold and overall dollars in September, 2021. Um, Total sales for the year to date were $3.4 billion. Um, damn, that's, I mean, I think that that's across, no, that's across uh, gaming hardware. So uh, all of gaming stuff is $3.4 billion to date this year, which is, it's just going to increase definitely over the, the holiday period. Um, that's a lot of money, dude. Yeah, it, it is a crazy amount of, of moolah, if you ask me. $3.4 billion? They'd get more, too, if they had them out, you know, if they oh, had them yeah, available. Yeah. And I mean, like, the OLED also just came out for the Switch, so people are going to be buying that, too. So I don't know if 
PlayStation is going to be able to hold this title for long. Um, the Nintendo Switch could very well, with the OLED system now out, come back and retake the crown. But I mean, that's amazing considering how hard it is to get PlayStation consoles now. That it, it like I could understand, um, like in just sales numbers wise, like how many, how much money that they they, they sold for because the PlayStation 5's console does cost more than the the Switch. But like with with units too, that's the one that kind of puzzled me. And that's the metric that I wasn't sure of. But and I feel like um I feel like the Switch will also probably start doing not just like the OLED version, but like everybody wants a Switch like 2.0 kind of. Right. Right. Um, and I feel like that's also somewhere in the works where we're gonna mm-hmm. have like another version of the Switch. Yeah, that just has like better graphics and can support, you know, online play and where I don't have to play Pokemon Unite in 30 FPS or something like that. You know, see, that's what people are upset about with the OLED is that it's it's the same exact thing as the normal switch, except it's got a, a better screen. So um, like people were saying, like, if you have a normal switch that works fine, you don't really need to get the OLED one. It's it's yeah it's a better screen but aside from that if unless you're playing exclusively like on handheld and you just really want a better visual like there's no point of buying it here's here's another console question for you kevin um i was perusing around twitter during work hours because it's my job to be on twitter during work hours uh, and I saw that the um, the God of War game from 2018, which was a PlayStation exclusive, is coming to PC. Um, which, I mean, as normally that's not really news. Games go to PC all the time, I guess. But the, the thing is, is, people were saying that with this change, not with this change, but with, with it coming to PC, like, do, do you feel that it diminishes the value of the PlayStation brand? Because at this point, God of War is no longer technically a PlayStation exclusive. Um, some people are saying like it's been out for five years, pretty much at this point. Like, calm down. If like, if you weren't gonna like play it on PlayStation anyway, then like it doesn't matter if you haven't played it in the last five years. Uh, and then there's also people saying, well, yeah, there's it's consolely it's exclusive to PlayStation. Like consolely, like. Um, Halo is exclusive to Xbox or, or something like that, but like Xbox games will also go to PC as well because it's Microsoft. So um, that's currently a debate that's going across the uh, the gaming community. Like, where do you what do you think about it? Do you think it like? I'm for me personally, I think it's a five year old game. If you didn't, if you hadn't played it on PlayStation by now, you weren't going to just. I don't think it does anything to diminish the PlayStation brand. I think it's fine. Just get a bigger audience for the game five years after it came out. Oh uh, yeah. I totally agree as well. I feel like, you know, if, if you're going to say, Oh, it's a PS exclusive. Um, and it's literally been years since it's been out. Um, people aren't just going to wait around and be like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll go buy a freaking ancient console and have it move over, I guess. Um, no, a lot of people probably want it to shift over. And I do understand like the same like concept going towards 
um, what do you call it? Like if a Nintendo game went to PC, right? Like that that would feel kind of weird. Like a Nintendo like IP game going straight to PC. Um that would be definitely something that's that's weird. But I do think that the game is not gonna get any money from being a five-year-old game on an obsolete console. They would have to move it over somehow and get people to start picking it up and playing it again or somehow port it to the next console, um, which, I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to port, you know, the old God of War games uh, unless it's, like, necessary. See, you say that, but then again, Skyrim. True. And GTA V. And GTA V. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I feel like it's just a matter of, like, where do you, most of your players play it? Um, I don't think that it's a bad thing that they're moving over. I do think that it's, if anything, like, people are going to figure out how to, like, bump the graphics and make it, like, super pretty on their PC. Um, that maybe, you know, older consoles that had limited tech couldn't quite quite hit. So, um, it, it may be, you know, Secret Remaster Edition or something like that. But I do think that it's, it's okay. I, I'm not against it. I guess I would understand their upsetness a little bit more if it was like on release. It was yeah. PlayStation and PC. Um, but honestly, who's still buying copies of God of War? It's been, I'm pretty sure it's been released on like PS Plus, like as a free game also. So there's no, I think it's just people on the internet wanting to be angry again. And also, I guess I, I can. I can kind of understand it from the console pleb point of view because a lot of us console plebs, like the people who actually care about the console wars, they're like looking for any excuse to justify having a, a console as opposed to a PC. Um, and, and a lot of the time the exclusives is the biggest benefit. I think is the, yeah. the biggest talking point. Yeah, that's kind of the reason for the debate of, you know, Xbox versus PlayStation. It's usually what games are you going right. to play uh, and the reason why you kind of get you lean towards one console or another. Um, and yeah, I, I would understand the outrage if it came out at the same time as release. Like if, you know, Breath of the Wild 2 comes out and then they're like, it's also on PC. If people would be like, what? Why? why did I buy a Switch? Yeah, why did I buy a Switch? Like, what's the point? Or like if Pokemon moved over to the PC, people would just be like, okay, what's the point? What's the point of me having this? Right. So, yeah, it. I feel like if it's at the same time as release, unless it's like not tied as an exclusive, it's fine. Um, but like it really shouldn't be like, one exclusive and then also PC because everybody's going to get mm-hmm. it on, on PC and it's no longer really an exclusive at that point. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've kind of done something like this, I guess before with the Tomb Raider games, like it was for about a year, it was a PlayStation exclusive. Then it went wide to all consoles. Um, and I, there was a little bit of a complaint there with the Xbox crowd but it wasn't a big deal. So I don't, I don't see what the, I I'm really trying, I'm trying hard to understand the outrage here, but it's like, 
you got to pick your battles sometimes. And this was, I don't think this is an internet battle worth fighting. Speaking of battles worth fighting, here's some very, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to explain this. And I hope that I am explaining it correctly because I've, I spent a long time looking at these news articles, trying to piece together what happened. I apologize if my interpretation is incorrect. And like, I'll, as I keep reading on it, um, if I need to make a correction next week, I will. Um, but it looks like Blizzard, Activision, Blizzard are might have found a way or are trying to find a way to wiggle out of their lawsuits. Um, to recap, same lawsuits as before uh, due to Blizzard just being an absolutely awful company to work for, especially for its female employees. And it did nothing to protect them from workplace sexual harassment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the latest updates so far before this have been um, Blizzard was accused of in the process of being investigated, trying to destroy certain uh, documents that would incriminate them. They also finally came to a, um, a settlement for $18 million of, uh, with the um, EEOC, which is, I believe, uh, the um, the United States Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Um, so that's where we were most recently. So what Blizzard, Activision Blizzard is trying to do is they're requesting additional time to investigate and potentially disqualify the California Department of Fair and Equal Housing, which is a separate entity from the government entity that the EEOC, which is who they're paying the $18 million to. So there's two government entities involved at this point. Now, um, the trouble is, is that according to Blizzard and, and everything, um, the, the, the DFEH is accusing the EEOC of like not properly going through procedures or whatever. And so that disqualifies the settlement that happened. But the problem is, is that the DFEH allegedly like hired on two of the lawyers from the EEOC. So that makes them party to inf confidential information that they shouldn't have, which allowed them to kind of poke holes in the process of the, the EEOC. Um, and, and because of, of that, it's going to just weaken all of the lawsuits that both sides are presenting. Are you confused about this as I am, Kevin? Am I confusing you yet? Uh, yeah, I, I just hear alphabet soup and people it's like... so confusing. Like, pretty much, to, to, to boil it down, Blizzard is trying to wiggle out of their lawsuits because one agency is butting their head into another agency's settlement. Um, agency one, which is the one who's butting into agency two, allegedly hired two of agency two's lawyers, which gave them information that they shouldn't have had, which made um, agency one's whole point of, of butting into the process possible. Now, because of that, Blizzard's like, hey, so because y'all are not following proper procedures, 
we want to take a stop in these lawsuits to try to figure out what the heck went wrong and what they're doing and if it's okay or not. And if that happens, then both of the agencies could be just, the, the lawsuits could be completely thrown out because of, of improper procedure. And then either, I don't know if Blizzard will walk away from this not having to do anything. I don't know if this will just completely invalidate the investigations and the lawsuits, or they'll just have to start from scratch and do the whole trial over again because of a mistrial, which is like, no one wins from that really, except maybe Blizzard, but especially the lawyers are just walking away with more money in their pockets. Yeah, it's it's just kind of weird how like why how would this happen? <laughs> like it's just a bunch you... of bureaucratic bullshit. Yeah. And the, the worst part is that Blizzard could theoretically walk away from this scot-free. Like they might not even have to pay that 18 million dollars. Yeah, that that would not be that would not be good, not only for the it's not good for the the employees and the people who you know Blizzard has done wrong, but it may also hit their stock. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with with the people who do play, you know, their games. They might, you know, yeah. I understand you still have like your World of Warcraft peeps who have been playing since they they're literally like you know they were in diapers, but a lot of your player base is going to move away. Not only not just because you guys aren't like making games, but just because of the things that your company stands for. If you guys walk away right. from this, like like this, so it's more of a it. If Blizzard hypothetically walks away, the damage will not be done in terms of their their financial situation, but it will have a huge damper on their reputation as a gaming company right so it like not only is it like you know it's not just overwatch fans it's going to be your your hearthstone fans your you know heroes of the storm fans your call of duty league fans like all of them are going to look at this and be like okay well they're they're scummy they essentially you know walked away from responsibility and yeah they're probably going to do the same thing with our game so why would i even contribute to something like this um and yeah, I'm I'm kind of afraid of what what can go down here. One, do Heroes of the Storm fans exist? And two, like Blizzard's not in a they might think that by delaying this, like they're benefiting themselves. But on the other hand, like I I don't think they are. But that also brings up the that also relies upon like the 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 memory span of the internet and and gaming culture and how long people are willing to hold them accountable because like they could they could walk away from this having beaten this lawsuit and everything and not having to pay anything and then people are like it it, it does it does the damage to their reputation like they said it it damages that public goodwill so people are like oh boycott blizzard but then like as soon as they announce like oh here's another look at diablo 4 or here we decided to release overwatch 2 six months early then like is that going to be enough to make make people forget their boycott yeah i i understand like you know the people have the memory of a goldfish 
and they see something shiny and then they're like oh okay but that's not how this is gonna go down i think i feel like even if they dangle something new it's still gonna have that bad taste in in a lot of players mouths it's just like why like uh-huh it, it's not like the fact that we don't trust the games we don't trust the company that's putting it out mm-hmm. okay um, and yeah i i don't think it's gonna i don't think you could put something in front of us to distract us again um i think that you're you're gonna you're gonna have to do a little bit more than than just give us more product you know so you think they really did like this is significant enough for for people to remember why they're boycotting yeah i i I think this if anything this would hurt their workforce Mm -hmm. so i think think who wants to work for them at this point yeah exactly like guys are probably gonna not want to sign up just because it feels like they either one they're gonna be intimidated and then same thing with the female employees who have either been there or are still there it's just like why would you put yourself in such an environment? Um, I I would tell, you know, if I were Blizzard Activision, I would look at how, you know, your competitor Riot has bounced back from their lawsuit. Um, And they definitely made an attempt, or they have been uh, contributing to the people who they hurt in the past by, by donating um donating money to like what is it like women's uh workers rights uh groups and activists and then on top of that they completely erased their their culture by saying like okay we're gonna like rehire we're restructuring and they've worked on that since so hopefully like you need all you need a full pivot and i don't think dangling overwatch 2 in our face is gonna fix that so definitely going to be a process for them mm-hmm. the story just keeps getting worse and worse and worse but well uh again we'll, we'll keep watching it as we always do i really do hope that like these two agencies can stop clowning around long enough and stop just like i don't understand why they're sabotaging each other i really don't uh, is it just for clout is it for money is it I don't know what's 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 up with them, but they're either way, the only people who are going to again come out of this on top are the lawyers. Like Blizzard's and Blizzard's not coming, they're they're they come off a little bit better financially, but again, like you said, the damage comes in their reputation. Um, these agencies are just looking like clowns at this point. So they they gotta get their shit together. They gotta get their ducks in a row and just focus on getting the people who attacking the people who deserve it who are which are blizzard leadership but let's go away from the sad depressing things and and move on to fun things it's time for a game kevin it is time for a game so uh according to the internet there is a single overwatch character who has not ever been nerfed this character has been buffed but never been nerfed before. So, hmm. who do you think it is? A character who has only been buffed. This is tough. Um, 
there's a lot of there's a lot of characters in the game. Uh, would it be? God, it's either Torb. Torb got a rework though. I don't know if that counts as a nerf. Um, Torb also did get nerfed though. Yeah, Torb got the uh, the speed of his projectile or the, the oh, rate yeah. of fire rate of fire nerf. nerf. Um, that's tough. Well, I gave you an um, answer there. It's not Torb. It's not Torb. Uh, I give you that one for free. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's tough. I don't. I think all the supports have been touched at one point or another. So I'm not looking at the support. Um, what you mean, Mercy has been nerfed? What? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you, I thought we still had five man res. <laughs> no. Um, the tank line. Tank line is kind of. Kind of interesting. I know any shield characters, they all got nerfed. Um, Hog got a rework. And and a nerf. He's had his gun pellets reduced. So that's not doable. We have I feel like Diva Diva? Uh, that that's one that I'll keep in the in the back burner. We know that Zarya got nerfed in terms of energy before. Um I'll, I'll keep Diva in the back of my mind. Let's, now we have to go through all the DPS because I'm crazy. Um, let's see. A lot of the snipers have been touched. Um, Sombra. Tracer. Literally anybody who's like played a ton. Um, Bastion, maybe? Uh, I don't think that they really nerfed him at any point. He might have been the only one who's gotten like slight tweaks up. Um, actually, you know what? They've I, actually I don't know if they've done a damage reduction on Bastion. Um, God, this is tough. Um, we know that Soldier got nerfed a little bit ago. I think uh, they had to do damage reduction after season one, so. Would it be oh God? It's one of the. I feel like it's one of those three. Am I? Am I correct? Who are your three candidates? So, so is so it? I is heard it soldier? Is Bastion the, and is it Farah, Bastion, or Diva? No, to all three. Not, a no to all three. Okay. One more shot, and then I'll I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, could could you give? Is it a DPS hero? I feel if I tell you, it's going to make it a lot easier to to narrow it down. Okay. Because, I mean, we already know all the healers have been touched. And I already I already said that it's not Torb, it's not Farah, and it's not um, Bastion. Bastion. And it's not D.Va. Um, the monkey got his bubble reduced. That's a nerf. Um, or wait, has he gotten it? I, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what what it started out. Of. I I think yeah, it, it was a thousand, and then it dropped to six. So that's a nerf. Um, uh, this is tough. This is like I'm trying to go through all the heroes from from mind and know like okay, who's been played, who's been tweaked. Okay, final final answer, Reaper. It was the monkey. It was a monkey. 
Yeah. So accord, this is according to, um, according to this game rant article that I'm looking at. Um, and I think this is from just like also Reddit crowdsourcing or whatever. Um, but according to this, Winston's only ever had neutral or buffs, neutrals or buffs. So there's a, here's a list of the changes that have happened to him over since the release in 2016 was it released. Yeah. 2016. Um, so in March of 2017, his barrier projector, the ability cooldown now starts when it is placed instead of when the barrier ends. So that I think is a, that's objectively a buff. Mm-hmm. Um, in November of 2017, the barrier projector now displays a health bar. So I would say that's, that that's would that would you consider that a buff or a neutral? I think that's a buff because it, it lets you know the timing of your barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, so in in October of 2019, uh, the duration was increased from six to nine seconds on the barrier, and the barrier health was increased from 600 to 700. In February of this year, his base armor health has been redistributed from 100 over 400 to 150 over 350 so that would i guess that's more of a neutral because that's not really a that's just redistributing whatever health pool he already has yeah so yeah winston looks like he's never been nerfed yeah that's interesting that's that is a very interesting fact and i never thought of it from that i i thought i eliminated it because of the the barrier changes but i guess he's only gotten increases yeah over time i would never have thought it was winston honestly i thought 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 it was a dps i thought they touched him a lot more than they did yeah okay Uh, that is really interesting though well congratulations to winston from for avoiding the uh the jeff he got that that plot armor (laughs) i guess what he did is maybe he held up mercy every single as a human shield every single time the hammer was coming around so there you go um so moving on uh going I, this could have been talked about when we talked about the lawsuit but um the cowboy apparently has gotten all of the voice lines that reference his original name as jesse mccree removed from the game um according to part of the lawsuit of course was that the the blizzard developer who he was named after um doesn't he he was part of this this awful awful stuff that happened so the in order to i guess to to make things as right as possible and to remove any references to any of the the real world blizzard employees or to anyone who's i just just get rid of all all references to the game they finally gone and they said that they were going to remove the voice lines and change them and change his name in the future so right now they are in the process of, I guess they've already removed all the voice lines that directly reference his name. Like for example, there's the one on um, Hollywood where it's uh, what kind of name is that for a cowboy? So that's all that stuff has been gone. So it's a good sign, I guess that they're making progress and they're making good on what they've promised. So we'll, we'll see where it goes with the name thing. Like we have, we still haven't gotten an update on, when they're changing his name and what they are changing it to. Yeah. And I feel like once again, that should come down to 
the uh the community i feel like if there was a fun community like naming thing we we would all participate um mm-hmm. as as long as we don't have to do anything crazy i think we'll be okay yeah there's only so. like apparently three voice lines that are left in the game that um reference his name two of them are mccree's spawning ones because i guess yeah you can't really you can't really get rid of those without not knowing who people are playing and the same thing with echo when she duplicates him like if you didn't have that in there you wouldn't know who she's duplicating so yeah both people on your team or people on the opposing team couldn't properly react so at this point they are necessary for the game but the rest of them have, have been removed okay that that's fine honestly like just for now i know that you you will tweak those in the in the future so we'll see how it goes so now to league things kevin what are the updates and who who's moved where in the past week yeah we've had a couple of shifts here and there um just been following the same uh dot esports tracker and yeah there's been a couple couple of shifts since our last uh our last talk last week we discussed um Choi being released or Choi Hyobin retiring um and yeah that that was where we left off we we saw Twilight get signed to Toronto um and yeah on the 15th uh the Soul Dynasty added uh Stalker retained profit and fits um as well for the next season um and then uh Gable C has been re- has been released from the Boston Uprising um on October 17th the shock officially re-signed super in the most trolley way possible. Um oh my god, are you talking about the tweet? <laughs> yeah, the tweet. Okay, so what they did, they they put out a tweet and this this freaking like freaked me out and freaked everybody else out. And what happened is um the shock tweeted out thank you super uh once again and it was a it was a pick. It was um from bird noises to making history with us, Super Super's career has been an incredible journey to behold. We are honored to have him be a part of it. Thank you, Super, for four years of the Overwatch League. And everybody saw that tweet and was like, "Oh no, they're gonna release Super!" Like this is this is something else. And then literally, like they waited an hour. The entire internet blew up and was like, "No, they're releasing Super. This sucks. Oh my god." And then uh, the the San Francisco shocks re- like tweet an hour afterwards and it says, and thank you for staying with us on your journey. <laughs> and it says pending legal approval. And I'm like, come on, bro. You can't like everybody posted. Uh, you know, they had us in the first half. Not going to lie. Like that, that is exactly what it was. I was like, oh, no, Super's going to retire um, or, you know, he's parting ways with the shock. There was there was no way. So the so the dream unfortunately of of the uh dante super reuniting uh did not end up happening um but yeah it was really interesting to see there was a whole bunch of jokes um of like the shock trying to bribe the league to let him stay um but yeah it was that was a big one so super resigns with the shock he's going to be retained um as for players who will not be re-signed, the Philadelphia Fusion released Hotba, and the Los Angeles Gladiators release Moth. So that Why? is going to be an interesting, an interesting thing. Um, his contract expired, and they cho- they chose not to 
um, pursue it again. Um, so that's going to be really interesting. October 18th. Part of it is because of he has such a, an expensive contract. Yeah. One of his con his contracts is, is one of the higher ones in in the league, just because like he was that good. Um, he's like one of the spearheads of most compositions and just a great IGL. So that's something that we have to look into. Um, moving on into the next one, uh, we we were moving from uh, yeah the super the super news to the next one. Um, on the 18th, the Houston Outlaws acquire Pelican. Um in a trade with the Atlanta rain. Um, I think it was money. So <laughs> the Houston outlaws got rookie of the year Pelican to their roster. And I was saying, okay, they retained Dante and now they got Pelican. Like that is, those are two really strong players uh, that they're building around. Um, Gunba is added to the head coach as of, of the Florida mayhem. And then, OGE and BQB announced their retirement. So both of them, former Florida Mayhem players as well, um, both are you know hanging it up this time. Um, OGE has been in the game for a while, and BQB, you know, has done a lot of has done a lot of work as well. So it's just really interesting to see where he's landing. October eighteenth, we were talking about Pelican. Okay, um, October nineteenth, the Washington Justice acquire Happy. And part ways with Jerry. So, um, yeah. The, after Happy was released, I believe he was he was on the, the Outlaws, right? Yeah, Happy was on the Outlaws. Yeah. So the Washington Justice signed him, and Jerry has been released, who was another one of their DPS players. Um, and then today, uh, the Dallas Fuel signed Chiho, which is a another another player that they wanted to that they had their eyes on. Uh, the LA Gladiators re-signed both Shu and Skewed um, and added them to the roster. So that is the, the roster shuffle uh, news that we have so far. There's still a lot of really good pieces that are out there, so it's just a matter of like where people are going to land. For me, you know, thinking about what I would like to see, um, we, we remember Rascal saying that he, he wants to become a coach. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing him be another assistant coach to Krusty. Hmm. Um, in once again back at the SF Shock HQ, I feel like that would be something that kind of fits his style. Um, doing something that's a little out of the box, and being able to learn a character is one of, you know, one of Rascal's like best traits. Is like you give him a hero, and literally like three days later, he'll be like the best person to play it. So. We'll see if that ends up becoming a thing. Um, just a lot of shuffles, lots of retirements, and once again, a lot of like hot uh, pieces that people want to get are trying to get re-signed and get ready for the next season. I mean, for me, Super and, and Dante are still in the league. They're two of my favorite players to watch, so I'm mm -hmm. happy either way. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see where everything finally lands, but as long as I have Dante and Super to watch, I'm okay. I would have like honestly, this was just me. Um, I would have been fine either way if like if Super and Dante wanted to again, like if Super went to the Houston Outlaws to go play with Dante, I would have been fine with that. Um, and then also the other way around, like if Dante went back to the shock, um, 
I felt like if, for example, like the big three for me would have been like, okay, you get Super, you get Dante, and then you bring back Moth, right? And then you can build around that as your as your three like main head like spearhead people, um, and just kind of figure out your pieces uh, for your five man after that. So I feel like that's just super interesting to see um, what what goes on, you know. Mm-hmm. The last bit of news we have though is just that it's the Halloween event still. Yeah, it's still the Halloween event. Uh, <laughs> we're on week two. Um, it's the Zarya skin. So if you guys want to get it, day. yeah, I, I, I had just a really good night last night. I think I only want, lost two matches. The rest of them, I just stuck on my Rhine and won everything else. And it was, I won them very quickly. I was surprised. Yeah. I've been trying to get back into it. I'm trying to get some friends and say like, Hey, you know what? If we can, if we can get together, you know, get the, I just want the Roadhogs, and I think that's one of them that yeah. like I cannot, I cannot miss that one. Um, if it takes me a while to get back into the game, it it, it will definitely. I'm gonna be super rusty. Um, just group up with some randos. Sometimes, some uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta do some quick play. I gotta get some. I'll see if my friends want to get back online too, and be like, hey, do you do you need you need a boomer Reinhardt. I'm, I'm here. I, I can, I can do it still. I can hang with the cool kids. I know how this works. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how much, how much has changed. How's the pace and everything. Nothing new in Drunkenstein though. So you didn't miss much. Yeah. Really not really, me. not really freaking out about Drunkenstein more. Uh, <laughs> More of like balance patches and like what what happened with certain characters, you know? Right, for sure, for sure. This is your weekly reminder, guys, to make sure you play the event. I had a, one of my friends on my team, just she didn't listen to the podcast, so she didn't know that the Halloween event was going on, and so she missed the, uh, she missed the Zenyatta skin. So don't be like her and, and do the event. Um. So, anything else, Kevin? Before we wrap up, any any plan, fun plans for next week? Any advice? Any words of wisdom? Anything uh, you want to end with? I I will end the podcast by saying that I will give you an update if I if I get the job or not uh, next week. And um, if you guys are looking for a brand new sleek, uh, I would say almost nostalgic feel, um for a brand new phone um may i may i introduce to you guys the fisher price chatter telephone with bluetooth fisher price what <laughs> uh, so i saw i'm gonna have to say that again okay okay real quick 100 percent serious here okay i'm this is not a joke as serious as the kfc console more like it's it's legit it's a product it's it's in it's in Best Buys. Um, you can buy a special edition Fisher Price Chatter Telephone. You remember the ones that have wheels and it like blinks and it like looks around? Yes. You know? Fisher okay, Price so, is as in the the toy brand. Yes. Okay. The children's so, educational toy brand. Yes. Fisher Price. Yes. So they have this uh this this telephone right. And it hooks up to your real phone via Bluetooth. 
and you can use it as a phone. I um this reminds me of that that really hipster like just portable receiver that hooks up to your cell phone. Did I tell you about that? I told you about that, right? Yeah. That's what I'm that's the vibe I'm getting with this. I'm very confused. It, it is very it is you got to you got to see the the trailer for it too. It's 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 just the phone with eyes. It it's a it's a it's like a bluetooth phone thing with eyes. You the the YouTube video really sells it though. It it's done very you gotta much. Got to send the, that to me Kevin so I can look at it and then I can make sure we put it on I can yeah. I can finally update a, put a post on the socials and make everyone else look at it. Yeah, yeah, I, I sent it through the it's on the news page right now. Oh, there it is. I will yeah. oh, okay. You got to okay. just if you if you want a, a big hit of nostalgia. The past has finally arrived. What it's so good. Oh god, I can see the wheel, bulky design. Intuitive interface, hands-on technology, numbers, colors, eyes. What? Your first mobile phone is now a real phone. Oh, what? I'm so confused. Why does this exist? why wouldn't it just imagine like rolling up like a power move it's like you you go up and be like hey girl can i get your number and they're like what and then you pull out one of these and you're like just put just, just dial it up real quick <laughs> like, it waits and just scare off any dates you might ever get <laughs> they they don't know how to use a rotary phone that's on them <laughs> Oh boy. Well, that was interesting. Speaking of dates, I still can't get a date. I've been trying to schedule this date with this one girl for like weeks and every single time she'll ghost me or like have an excuse. And I'm feeling like, Hmm, maybe she doesn't actually want to go out or she's playing hard to get at which point it's like, goodbye. So I'm not, I don't have enough time to try. Yeah. Like, why are you like, Whatever happened to don't waste his time or don't waste your time, but I don't know. I don't have anything else to do with my life. It's not like I have other jobs or anything or or money that I could be using towards Pokemon cards or whatnot. But anyway, that's what I'm looking at for the next week is is not going on a date. So yeah, Pokemon cards won't leave you. Unless I sell them. True. All right, everybody. Thanks for um, thanks for listening to us this week. I'm gonna I'll post the photo of the the very creepy phone with eyes. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And if there's anything you want to see, let us know. I will. I promise I will get around to emailing the Helix people so we can hopefully interview with them. Um, we'll see what we can set up with Artie and and whatever. But yeah, thanks guys, and we'll catch you soon. Adios. Next week, we bring you the latest in gaming and pop culture news. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. 
If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.